Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome beautiful friends to Faithfully Unapologetic. I am Jaina and this is my amazing and beautiful mom that I love so much. Thank you. I am Kelly and this is my beautiful daughter. (laughs) (laughs) And we are on podcast number 18. I can't even believe it. That's crazy. That's my age. That is your age. That's my age. So we've we've reached adulthood in podcasting. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is amazing. I love that. I love that. So today we're talking about something that's really, really important and has been weighing on the hearts of us, I would say, especially my mom. Mm -hmm. And for all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I would say same. It's been a, it's crazy. But today we're talking about overwhelm. Yes, overwhelm. It's kind of being stuck in fear, really. Yeah. Not being able to move. Feeling completely hopeless. I mean. Yeah, for sure. And it and when you feel overwhelmed, it's really, really hard to hear God's voice. You're honestly distracted by the world's distractions. You can't really see even five feet ahead of you, you're just kind of walking blindly and it's right. hard to do anything or find a focus. Yeah. And for me, it can kind of feel like I'm drowning, right? It's like, yeah. I'm going under and there's like nothing that's going to save me. And it's like, I feel that desperate sometimes when for I'm sure. stuck in this overwhelm. Me too. And it feels really hopeless. And the great news is, the good news is, is that God is a God of hope. God is a God of hope. He restores and he gives you tools and resources to keep moving on. To keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And as we start this, with this overwhelm, I think anxiety kind of couples overwhelm. It kind of goes For hand sure, in hand. they do. Um, I think some people, sometimes anxiety can feel like overwhelm, but I think overwhelm is that more desperate, hopeless yeah. place. Where I you think that like overwhelm you... is a byproduct of anxiety. Yeah, I think it I think it starts out with anxiety. Yeah. Which gets us kind of nervous, we get worried, then I think it starts building mm-hmm. till it becomes boom, we can't even function now because we're stuck in basically our stress response. Yeah. Which overwhelm is, or anxiety is like the in the moment and then the overwhelm is the shock that hits you afterwards. Right. And shock is kind of the trauma, it's kind of the stress response. And when you have when you hear people talk about that fight or flight, Overwhelm was really that freeze response. There's a third response. It's freeze. Yeah. And so, and that's kind of being unable to move or do anything. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard to hear the God or hear the voice of God. Yeah. During that moment, because basically we're so shut down. For sure. And as we start, I, I have a quote that I tell people. I guess it's maybe not that funny to some people, but I think it really is the truth. I think it is the truth, too. 
And I say it's like God created humans, brilliant, amazing humans. And yes. all of you are all of you are beautiful. Yes, you are. And we're so glad to and honored to share the space with you. But humans, what we created, we created the anxiety. Yes. God is not associated with anxiety. No. In fact, there's so many places in the Bible that tells us not to be anxious, yeah. not to carry this anxiety, to put our faith in God. Exactly. So, like, why would, if God created anxiety, he wouldn't be telling us to go seek out anxiety. Or if he created anxiety, he wouldn't tell us to not be anxious. Right. And so I think, you know, where we actually started out, it's like, well, anxiety, what is anxiety? And their thoughts of fear. Yeah. And so what is kind of cool, if you look at overwhelming anxiety, is you go back to the Garden of Eden and imagine Adam and Eve in this beautiful paradise. They have nothing to worry about, right? God has given them absolutely everything they need. They're in this pure bliss and this pure joy. But then that anxiety, that fear is whispered in their ear. The devil comes as a serpent. Yeah, and he, he's, he's lying to them. He says, you know what? God is wrong. He doesn't want you to know the truth of life. And like you, basically, you're better than God. Like You deserve to have this. And he's spouting right. off all these lies. And He gives them doubt. Yeah. He gives them fear. Mm-hmm. And so in that fear, they become, what, embarrassed. Yeah. They feel like they don't have enough. They have mm-hmm. to go clothe themselves. And so and that ultimately created anxiety. And so that is anxiety. Mm-hmm. So the question, I guess, to ponder, and that we've kind of pondered as we're putting together this, this podcast, is anxiety, is it the devil whispering in your ear? Yes. Is it? these beliefs he's trying to sell you on is it a false reality he's trying to create for sure i think the the devil is his language is lies he likes to put on a facade for us he tells us that you're not good enough or or he does the opposite he inflates our ego so much that we think we're the greatest person ever blah blah blah, and then there's a crash and so the devil is so deceitful. He is. He's full of he's fear. He's full of, yeah. Fear. He, all he, he wants to make you fearful. If you are fearful, we are pawns to the devil. He can basically get us to do what he wants when we are stuck in this fear state. Yes. So sure. that is the devil. So what, and what are our anxious thoughts? Are they based out of fear are they based out of love? They're definitely based out of fear. So we'll look at our own here because Lord knows we're not judging anyone or anything. No, we're, we're just... just trying to bring awareness to the fact that these these thoughts come about and that their origin is not from God. The origin is not from God. So what like what are some anxious thoughts you have? Well, I have a lot of I have a lot of anxiety about school. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a teen. And as a college, or I'm not a college student yet, but a high school coming student close, going into college, <laughs> I, it it's something that we worry about. In school, they tell you that school is like your main priority. You need to get this grade. You need to do this and this and this. And it creates a lot of anxiety around assignments, homework, tests. And so I just have a lot of thoughts about that, like upcoming tests, upcoming projects. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to be able to finish them. I'm going to fail this test. 
and it, a lot of it is false stories that I'm scripting. It's anxiety, it's fear that the future is going to be bad. But I don't know that because it's gonna be bad. I'm not in the future yet. <laughs> it's going to be bad based on your failing the classes or not getting good enough grades. Yeah. And so it's fear of failure. Yeah, basically. Being less than and not probably following maybe what's considered the Standard. status quo. Yeah. yeah. Or, okay, hear me out. Hear me yeah. out. Okay, what's this? This one is this? common. It's the lunchroom. Okay, <gasps> the lunchroom, lunchroom anxiety I'm is I'm so glad real. I eat at my desk. <laughs> lunchroom anxiety is so You want so an real. office job where you can eat at your desk. <laughs> yes. So my school is massive. And, you know, they show, they portray lunchroom anxiety in school but their lunchrooms are like in movies super and shows small. and stuff yeah, yeah uh-huh. on tv what did i say i'm not sure if you oh. said <laughs> they, <laughs> they show Sorry. it in like the movies and stuff and but all the lunchrooms are super small and mine's just ginormous and so when you walk in there there's like a thousand other kids in the lunchroom if not more oh my gosh this and is like you're like, like trying Disney to find your or friends or something <laughs> and thank goodness phones are a thing kind of but you know you can text them but it's still like well, I'm over here, and you're like, oh, but there's, like, 50 other people there, and there's tables. But, yeah, lunchroom anxiety, that's real. It makes me very nervous and anxious, especially in my head. I'm like, everyone's looking at me. Like, I look so stupid. But oh, no. the, the reality is oh, no one's judgments. looking at you. They're just talking to that's their friends. so bad and scary. Well, I can tell you I can, I can relate to that fear and anxiety because I remember seventh grade which was many decades ago and we had we had 400 people in our high school so it was not a small high school and I remember in seventh grade going through the lunch line and having my plate my tray (laughs) and needing to sit down and seeing like nobody that I knew none of my friends and having to go sit by myself it was so isolating yeah and I think Anxiety does come from that abandonment piece from feeling alone. It that does. Fear. That's one of yeah. our greatest fears is mm-hmm. to, one, not be good enough, and number two, to be alone. Yeah. We do not like to be alone. We do not like to be alone. And one of my greatest fears, my greatest anxiety is really the health of my loved ones mm-hmm. and the need for survival. Yeah. <laughs> um so the fear of losing them is great. And so, and as a mom, that's, I don't know, I feel like it's been a lot of my life is just making sure everybody's healthy and trying to keep them at that yeah. good point. And that is kind of the life of a mom, though. <laughs> yes, and that the, these threats that come about that seem like out of nowhere that can threaten that safety is terrifying for a mother, I believe. I mean, mm-hmm. it's terrifying for anybody, but particularly for a mom because we care for so many people. We do. Or, <laughs> I'm not a mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sweet. <laughs> she, she does care My about maternal people. instinct is coming in. <laughs> yeah. She takes care of the puppy dog and the kitty cat. Yes. She's practicing good mothering skills on those furry puppies <laughs> and kitties. Yes. So I have a line that I like from A.W. Tozer. I'll admit I have not read this book, but I've heard amazing things about it. And that, you know, I might go order that from Amazon when I get done with this podcast. Oh, okay. Because I've heard great, great things by some great people that I follow that are very biblical and spiritual. Mm -hmm. But I have a quote that I found by him, and I love it because I think it is very true. It says, sometimes when we get overwhelmed, we forget how big God is. That is so true. We lose track of 
God. He's not in our vision. He's not even in our peripheral. He's right. just out of it. And yeah, it's right. It's sad. And I would even I would even honestly change this where it says sometimes I think I think A. W. Tozer's being very gentle there. I think when we are overwhelmed, we usually almost always I guess I won't say always, but I think it's pretty safe to say always. Forget how big God is. I mean, really, in that lunchroom. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not thinking, oh my goodness, God, you're so big. You, you can make <laughs> great things out of this lunchroom yes. scene. Even if I sit by myself. Because God can create beauty. He can. Out of anything. But it doesn't mean he's going to do what you want him to do. God is not a God that is in a box. No. God is beyond the box. He's way beyond the box. He's all, all powerful, all over, and all eternity. So he's got big plans. He knows, like, what you're going to be doing decades from now. Or he knows his plans for you. Yes. It's up to you whether you follow them or not. There's a little bit of confusion. You can lead people. a horse to water, but you can't make it drink it. <laughs> that, that is totally true. I mean, God gave us free will. So he God's did. So God's got Which the is big the greatest plan gift. and the big vision, and you can make all these wrong decisions, and he can still make your life beautiful and get you on track at any time you decide to follow him. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of amazing, but in that overwhelm piece, it's really hard to remember that. And... I I have a, a verse. We typically start out with a verse. This verse that I'm going to recite is very powerful and very important to me. And actually, we had to learn this verse in fifth grade. It was a big deal. So it was a big deal when I learned it. It's kind of a long Bible verse and a long passage, and I was pretty proud. And this is a verse that I can tell you in my 50 decades of being on this planet has really been of great comfort for me in times of overwhelm. I'm not even joking in any way, shape, or form about this. And there was a moment in last October where my greatest fear, the fear of my loved one, my beautiful daughter sitting here, Mm -hmm. the fear of her life. We were kind of in a crisis situation and I was sitting in an ambulance. We were leaving Children's Hospital from Minneapolis and we were being rushed to the Mayo Clinic in an ambulance, which is an hour and a half away, and yeah. we we're going to the Mayo Clinic, the Children's Cardiac Intensive Care Unit. They could not regulate her heart. It was extremely dangerous, and we were in this ambulance, and we were playing card games, but at some point, as a mother, that, that overwhelm took me over. Yeah. I panicked. Which I feel like I, I couldn't see, but... No, yeah, I was, was we were playing cards. Experience. Yep, I was able to do... Mm-hmm. two things at once but my mind was just like oh dear god i don't know what to do please yeah. help me and i began reciting prayers i recited the our father i recited the hail mary and then i recited this verse as well and the verse is the 23rd psalm and it's the lord is my shepherd there is nothing i shall want and verdant pastures, which that means green. I learned an older script, so there's some words that are kind of hard to understand. Maybe, but verdant means green pastures. So, the Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing I shall want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose, calm. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He guides me in the right path for his namesake. Yea, even though I walk through the dark valley, I fear no evil. For God is by my side with his rod and his staff, and he gives me courage. He anoints my head with oil, and my cup overflows. 
for only goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Good job. And I almost Good job. wants to bring me to tears. It's so powerful. Yeah. I, I love that phrase. It's so comforting that he is my courage. He will guide me. He will lead me. He's yeah. going to anoint my head with oil, which in the Bible is like a very powerful and it's a it's a it's like symbolic very symbolic and care yes right? yes and taking care of you mm-hmm. and god does take care of us he takes care of us to the best that any care could ever be cared for i don't know if that makes sense but it's the best care right and so ever. even <laughs> and so probably what i like about this way before i knew in the fifth grade that it even talks about walking through the shadow of death my greatest fear mm-hmm that I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil to come, for God is with me. Yeah. So I think it's, it's powerful. And so I would recommend for all you beautiful listeners out there, if you don't know this verse, to actually memorize it or memorize your favorite verses. Yeah. Because they can be very powerful when they come in these times. These words just flow, and I yeah. give my heart to Jesus. And honest to God, we had a miracle in that. A miracle in a, in a second. My daughter was healed in a second after this prayer. Actually, did I almost yeah. forget to mention this? How powerful <laughs> it was. This is why it has, I mean, so much incredible meaning. I got wrapped up in the prayer and I almost forgot the punchline of all this. Mm-hmm. My daughter was healed in a second. Yes. Her heart was totally regulated. Uttering these prayers, it was like, boom. All of a sudden, the EMT is like, oh my gosh, she just converted her heart out of the blue and if you want to hear more we give the whole details and healed in a second on what podcast 12 it's podcast 12 yes and so go check that out it is an amazing journey an amazing miracle and these words i'm telling you for real for real people these words are powerful there is no joke there is no lie in any of this for real, guys. It's for real. A lot of people don't think this is for real. Yeah. A lot of people don't think miracles are for real. Miracles are for real. Like that one movie. They are for real. Oh, that was God miracles is for, for real. Heaven. Yeah. But, yeah. Great story. Thank you. A great, beautiful great love. verse. Thank you, sweet I Jesus. love that one as well. I have not memorized it, so got to gotta, gotta get new, on that. Yeah, she's got a new task she's going to be doing. Yeah, i got a lot of tasks to do. But yeah. That one's important. So. <laughs> it's important. You'll you'll thank me for it later. Yes. You beautiful listeners will thank me too. Well, so. I have our father memorized, and that's, that's, that, that's about it. But, okay. so moving on to the next verse. So we have another verse because why not? It's the Bible. So we, we love the Bible, and the Bible is a very great guide. And so the next one comes from Isaiah, and it's Isaiah 40, 31. But for those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And okay, Amen. I, I love this one. I absolutely love this one. I've heard it many times, many, many times. But when I, each time I read it, it's so reassuring because... As humans, I think we believe that we can do everything on our own. We can find strength by ourselves. But right. that's only 
that's fleeting strength. That that's like that, that's a bunch of baloney. I was gonna <laughs> say, I, don't say the other thing. <laughs> yeah, baloney. If we have to depend, if I have to depend on my own strength, I'm gonna faint and wither away. I can yeah, just tell you, in I my will times run of trial. <laughs> uh, I think without the good Lord above, I might have fainted dead away before anybody else in any of some of the trials that I have been in. Yes. <laughs> I did not want to rely on my own strength. I could not rely on my own strength, but. I relied on God. He was there. He held me up. He brought me through. And victory. So I found that strength, that new strength, that strength I did not have before I looked to him. And then you can soar high on eagle's wings. What kind of beautiful vision is that? Yeah, I do really like that visual. I really like this verse a lot because, yeah, we try to depend on our own strength and stuff, but it it's fleeting. We're not... It's gonna, the strength is gonna run out. It's not gonna be good enough. And so God gives us a renewed strength. He gives us, it's vibrant Amen. and new and bright and it just, it works. And I just wanna <laughs> jump in again fulfilled. and cut you off and talk about how excited I am about it. It's, it's really hard to depend on your own strength or depending on your own strength is not the best way to live your life. And it's a lot harder if it is. you depend on your own strength. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. But yeah, kind of relating back to mom's story about the last verse she was talking about, I was really, really sick. It's the same story. If you want to hear more about it, go listen to podcast 12. Hailed but I was really struggling and sick with heart issues. And I was in the hospital and I was just out of school for over two weeks and I was struggling a lot when I got back because I, I felt weak. I was yeah. running and I was weak. It was a tough deal. And I, well, I was just weak all the time, everywhere, mentally, physically, spiritually. Right. And, and it was just exhausting. Sick, kind of, so it was a, a group yeah. downfall. <laughs> it, was, it, it was. I don't know what they call it. And so I was just not doing well. People were expecting things of me that I wasn't ready to do. And I just found it really hard to uh, be strong. Yeah. And so I really had to lean on the Lord. And when I did, I was able to find that strength. I was able to find that focus. I was Amen. finally able to, I feel like, integrate back into society and life again. Mm-hmm. Because it was really hard getting back into the groove of things. So this yeah. verse is really reassuring. And it reminds me that even when I'm not feeling as weak to lean on God for strength because my strength that I feel right now is not going to be there forever. And when I go to God, he is going to lift me up on wings like eagles. Right. Because life happens. So we go up and down, right? And we get stuck in these different areas of our life where it's like, whoa. And so, whoa, bro. No. But guess what? That's what God's there for. Yeah. And walk without getting faint. I love that. I do too. All right, so we have one more verse, and we have one from Romans, and we love the book of Romans. Yes, we do. We're a little bit partial to that, and so this is... Very partial. I would say very biased. <laughs> very, very biased. Well, no, you know, they're all good, and we'll maybe fall they're in love all with another good. one at some they're time. They're all good, but, like, Romans is... This speaks to our heart right is now. Is winning. In this time, yeah. Yes. And so, and it will change as we change, I would imagine, but... No change. From experience, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But right now, Romans 8, 8, chapter 8, and 37 through 38. And it says, no, despite all these things, 
overwhelming victory. We love those two words together. Overwhelming yes, victory. is ours through Christ. Who, it says loved us, but who loves us. Who updated. does love us. Yes, who does love because us. Because God it was, is, and will be. And, yeah, always. Always. Always and forever. Yeah. And so the second part of that, you know, we want to digest the first part a little bit. The second part is... I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither mm-hmm. death, nor yes. life, nor no. angels, nor <gasps> demons. Demons. Whew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut gallery is going crazy over here. I'm getting a little Neither sweaty from that. <laughs> our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, that anxiety piece. Yes. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Woo! I oh, like my, my goodness. Oh my gosh, just yes. Steaming over here. We are steaming here. This verse is so powerful. If you can get that meaning and Yeah, that's why it's my this. favorite one. Yes. I think mom like does all the Bible like sometimes she'll find the verses, but she found today's podcast by herself. And yeah, we normally this do is it my together. favorite verse and I didn't even realize it was on here until And I didn't even know it. I just like this is it. This is perfect. But I'm like looking at these words and it's like neither death, okay. Greatest well, fear. Well, death is like, you know, final i guess but it's not final not not if you believe in jesus christ yeah um nor life and angels which are beautiful and amazing but they can't keep us from the love of god either no but demons Demons. oh my gosh Um, they can they they have no power no if they don't have power in the name of jesus and so um and neither are fears our fears is all this overwhelm Mm -hmm. all this anxiety which is the lies satan tells us so our fears for today i even like that they say for today because that really relates to anxiety well it does because you know we're not supposed to worry about the next minute but even today can seem overwhelming right or our worries i love this i Mm -hmm. love this worries about tomorrow which god tells us not to worry about tomorrow because for today has enough worries of its own. Right. But he's even acknowledging in this. He knows we as humans have these worries, right? Yeah. We're always worried and obsessing about what's going to happen to us and mm-hmm. not having control. But even this last statement is the This best. is the best. The it, best. I mean, it's so powerful and oh, my so goodness. amazing. Not even the powers of hell, people. Hell. Yeah, hell is spooky it can't separate us and it has no power over from us god's love at all no if we choose god we have a choice what this yeah. really is saying is we have a choice we have a choice people we're not magically just going to hell boom oh i got here by accident no it doesn't happen we had our life to to choose god to choose god to honor god to love god to believe in god yeah to praise god to worship god to thank god Mm-hmm. He is our creator. He is all things. Yeah. And I like this one a lot because hell can, it's, hell is such a big, scary place and it seems like it has a ton of power, but it doesn't. It has no, it pales in comparison to God's heavenly realms and God's love. And that is so amazing to think about because you find New strength. You find new strength right, yes. in knowing that God's love is so much greater and it's better. And we have the choice to choose God's love. Yep. When we feel distant from God, when we feel God's ignoring us, when we feel God's doing X, Y, Z, that's not on God. Like, right. he caught us tripping. <laughs> we are. <laughs> God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't pull away. No, he doesn't. 
No, he doesn't. You can create your own hell by pulling away from God. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to blame God because, you know, he's a scapegoat for, like, everything these days. Right, and you can feel distant, but it's not God pulling away from you and causing the distance. It's something within you that is not, that is blocked. Yeah. That is blocking the love of God. Honestly, it's probably... It's not open. The the fear, the anxiety, the, yeah, the right. lies that the devil is trying to tell you. Right, if you're focused in that, that fear and anxiety and... By focused, I mean, it's not that you necessarily want yeah. that fear and anxiety, but your mind it's is... Like consuming. Right. It's just, like, over, overwhelmed with it, maybe. Yeah. Like, we're talking about overwhelm. And so you want to move into God. And so faith, it's really about faith. And faith, really, I think, is letting go of your worries and giving them to God. Ultimately, yes. Because faith is walk by faith not by sight and when you're walking by sight we always see is the worries we see the the fear about tomorrow but when we walk by faith right we're walking god's path we absolutely are and that and that is exactly why we started this podcast faithfully unapologetic it is because of our faith that we are able to find joy in even the darkest of moments yeah i mean really uh, and it started out kind of with my adoption journey which we go back to and what is faith the number one and I kept praying and praying for God to guide me to the child he wanted me to have and it kind of felt like bad things kept happening um sure (laughs) I mean if you want to hear more about that go listen to our first podcast what is faith right and so my message to everyone out there is that just because you believe and have faith in God and you're in a dark space, it doesn't mean he's going to move you, boom, instantly out of it yeah. into a new place. Mm-hmm. We have seasons that we have to go through. And whether they're good or they're bad, dark or light, God is always with us. Yeah. And so there, you just want to keep praying and asking God to guide you. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. And through the years, through this consistent prayer this consistent faith this consistent asking the holy spirit to guide me um it evolved into something more beautiful than i can ever imagine my life to be with more joy and more blessings than i ever thought i could feel Mm -hmm. so that's how powerful that faith that connection that prayer and unity with god can be so that overwhelm because i was so stuck in overwhelm and for all you moms out there who have kids that they're struggling with, maybe they have autism or a disability or something that nobody really knows how to help your child, it's devastating to have a child who's hurting. It's devastating as a mom to have a child who's struggling and to feel like you can't help them. My advice to you is to keep praying, keep being open, keep asking yeah. the Holy Spirit to guide you. He will give you answers. God's heart is all about the children. And I pray for you all. In fact, in light of that, we have just... You have some tips. Yes, some four <laughs> mind shifts to yes. help you move out of overwhelm. So to help you, like, in this overwhelm, in this darkness, in this place where you feel helpless, four things that you can do to help you connect to God and feel his power. Yeah. So the first one is to be grateful, even in overwhelming darkness. Thank God for the blessings you do have. And so it's really easy to get caught up in, oh my goodness, the fear and the, the anxiety in front of you. But when mm-hmm. we're able to see the bigger picture, we are able to constantly be grateful 
for the blessings that God is giving us. And he's always blessing. So it's not right. he's, that he's not. It's just that you might be blocked to seeing them. Right. And sometimes that might be helpful to talk to somebody about blessings. Yeah, because a lot they can of people can say, well, you've, you know, as you're struggling and you feel like you're in, stuck in some overwhelm and someone's like, well, you've got a perfect life and you have this and this and this and this. And it's like, what? Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I never looked at it that way. Yeah. So it's, it, it's good to get a different perspective, which mom checks me all the time. Which it, is it is great. really annoying. And, yeah, <laughs> and it's good to have backup because Jana can call me on some stuff too. Especially yeah. if I, you know, have a chip on my shoulder, it could be like, hey, but what about this? Yeah. You know, so that, that fear and that chip on the shoulder and that victimhood, that's all from the, the devil. devil. It's all from the fear and the lies that are being whispered into your heart. Yes. Which we don't like that. We, we don't need that. We don't need her. No. She's the, gone. The, right. The more good You're you grab onto, the more good you focus onto, the more... Are you saying I'm done? No. <laughs> I just... Never. No. <laughs> the, more, the, more, the more goodness you focus on, the more blessings you focus on, absolutely, the more you will receive. Yeah, for it's sure. As, as simple as that. I think... Well, it might not be like more, but you're able to see more. Right. I mean, because they're, they're all around us. Yeah. And so we block it out and... So, and when we feel yeah. like we're not connected with God, a lot of times we're blocking his blessings. So, absolutely. For sure. You're going to be open to see Very sure all the beauty around you. Mm-hmm. So, number two is to keep praying and don't stop. It's like, oh my gosh, when we were stuck in the middle of it and everything is going wrong, I just kept praying. Even to the point of, it's like, dear God, help me, help me, help me. Show me what to do. Show yeah. me what to Your do. Your prayers don't need to be complex or intricate. In fact, I was reading Matthew today. And I know, right? It's like, I love Matthew. Matthew. Mom yes. loves Matthew. Oh, I guess I and did. he talks about, or Jesus is telling his this. disciples, like, do, don't be like the holy men that go into the temple and praise in front of everybody. And use big words, I think yeah. they even said. It's yeah. like, just be simple. Yeah, don't go, <laughs> don't go on forever and ever and ever. Just, you know, hide away in private and talk to your Lord one-on-one. And so I think, I think being able to pray so vulnerably to God, even though he already knows, like, you know, what you're going through but to express that is so powerful and it can release you from a lot of the stress and the 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 grip that anxiety has on you so beautifully said i love that absolutely it's exactly what i'm saying and so it's very powerful and they say just even saying jesus's name if you're really stuck that is so powerful guys you're so so overwhelmed just say his name Mm -hmm. and watch things shift Mm -hmm. just say it in love gratitude Mm -hmm. peace thankfulness Mm -hmm. Say it with your whole heart. Yes. And guess what? Memorize the Lord's Prayer or simple verses or the 23rd Psalm. So, like, in those moments, yeah. like I was last October you that I mentioned, um, my mind's blank, let me tell you. Yeah. Maybe there's not much I can focus on at all, hardly mm-hmm. even to come up with words. But when you have the scripture in your mind and it can pour forth and you can give it your whole heart, Yes. Miracles, baby. Miracles, baby. Miracles, baby. We love it. Uh, yes, yes, So yes. the third one, the third tip out of four we have is to be open to God's blessings and guidance, which means letting go of expectations and trying to create or expect the perfect. Okay. Uh, 
it's funny because as humans we are not perfect but we want something that is perfect because god is perfect <sighs> so that kind of proves god's existence yep just, a little interjection just there. by the way yes by the way how would we know what perfection is why do we long for it so much janet hit the nail on the head because we are made in the image of god we are all one who we, is perfect god is perfect subconsciously we know by our birth by our creation what perfection is and we're so stuck on trying to create it in this human world and most people are unaware of where that drive is coming from yeah but it's coming from god our creator for sure but we need to let it go because we as humans are not we're here to be in this yes material world and expectations expectations outside of god's beauty create so much anxiety they do because yeah you have this little plan in your little head, and for all you moms out there, anybody who wants to create everything perfect, perfect for your children, have everything wonderful, and all these plans, and when people aren't following the perfect little scripts, the and protocol, <laughs> expectations, and how things should go, and they're messing things up, and everything else, and they're tired, and they're complaining, and nobody wants to do it, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's shattering. You've got to follow the itinerary. That's anxiety. <laughs> that's overwhelm. That is. What's happening? It really is. So letting go of that and just moving with God's spirit and his guidance is, yeah, trying not to create these very strict expectations. Yeah. Got to be more loose, loosey-goosey, but not too loosey-goosey. Yeah, you got to be open and flexible. <laughs> yes. You can plan, but be open and flexible. Mm-hmm. Open to God's yes. interjection of Because change. a man plans something and the lord directs his steps <laughs> sorry guys i don't know the exact first journey kind of like that future but the man directs his steps i don't know well a man can plan his all right you guys can look it up yeah. it's there you know right. what i'm talking we don't about. have the exact words but yes we can plan basically but let god guide yes exactly well that's what we're saying here that's from the bible mm-hmm. in so many words yeah and last but not least this is number four Ask the Holy Spirit. God gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. We just got through Easter. Mm -hmm. The apostles were given the Holy Spirit as our guide here on earth. And he said it's available to everyone. Everybody. And it will guide you and show you what to do. And honest to God, when I started this journey with my daughter, she had so many physical, mental health ailments that I knew nothing about. And actually, a lot of people, even the experts didn't even know anything about I didn't know what to do, but I'm here to tell you she's a miracle beyond belief and doesn't struggle with, like, much of anything that we originally were dealing with. And it's because the Holy Spirit led me to where I needed to go. I asked for God's guidance over Mm -hmm. and over and over. It's like, tell me what to do, dear God. Show me over and over. And I still do that. And when I get stuck in daily overwhelm, literally, it's just like, I freeze. I have all these things on my to-do list to do. I mean, it's as simple as just getting through the day, right? I have this party coming up and this coming up and maybe this trip coming up and the kids are doing this and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. Yeah. I asked the Holy Spirit to come into my life. It's like, show me, God, where I should focus. Mm. Show me what to do. I typically do this before bed, go to sleep, wake up in the morning. I'm refreshed. You can't even remember what no, you were I'm worrying about. No, I'm renewed. I'm like... Yeah, what, what, what was I so worried about? I feel this calm, and I'm like, but I know what I have to do. I have my focus. Yeah. It's there. God gives me my focus. It's like, I just mm-hmm. have to get this done and this done, and I'm not really sure what I was so worried about. But exactly. All that distraction 
and all that clutter from our lives and everybody's demands trying to tell you what to do can get stuck in your head and create this anxiety Very and stuck. this overwhelm. But God will help you clear all that out and get yourself organized with the Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. plan. Yes, we Amen. love it. Amen. And so I love this one because it's so easy for me to like go by what I want and mm-hmm. kind of, I, I feel like I have a little bit of uh, an uh, obsessive personality, like a, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I get stuck on things and this kind of goes back to the third tip and letting go of expectations, but I yeah. definitely had expectations for how my friends should be and how in high school, you know, friends seem like they're everything. And so I was so set on being friends with this person and keeping friends with this person and I was just not letting go of friends really and I kind of knew where I wanted to go in life though and those some of my friends weren't necessarily supporting where I wanted to go and I was able to let go more and I was talking to God and I honestly didn't really want to be in this one class that I had and it was, but her mama encouraged it was her a to dance do it. class, okay? It was a dance class. Who <laughs> wants to dance in front of other people? Not a lot of people do. And Tina's a dancer. I I, I do, but like, you know, I don't know. So I go into this class and Kudos you know, to her credit for listening. Kudos yeah. credits to you for Thank you. For for Thank you. For taking a chance. Yeah. Although there was no other class she wanted. So well, I that probably is was true. less or listening. couldn't take it. And it's so, maybe God there, not me. Yeah. Working. And I so I was like gripping on to some of my friends and I was able to let go and I was really nervous to take this class, but I met this one amazing girl and new friend. Yeah. yeah. And it it's just amazing and we support each other and our faith and it's been so amazing. And so when we let go of expectations we get something even better in return from God. God can work in your life and create even better things for you and meet the needs that you didn't even know you had. Exactly. Right? Right? Because I was praying about friends. I wanted friends that were able to lift me up in my faith, lift me up in God and not bring me down with whatever social media and other stuff. And The lies that society tells you you need. Exactly. And so when I found this friend, I, I just felt so blessed because... God was listening to my prayers, and even though I had expectations, God had such a better plan for me. It served me better, and it's like practice. So when I get to college, I can be like, God, just like guide me where you want me to. Amen. It's practice every second of every day yes. because those distractions and the fear want to grab you and run with you. So you really have to be exactly. on guard. But that was beautiful. That is a beautiful story, and I can see how that all blossomed. And I got it. Definitely was part of that story for oh, sure. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. Absolutely. Two million percent. I tried to take credit, but I can't. <laughs> well, you, you, she encouraged me to take the, the the class. Yeah, but it was more. There wasn't. Yeah. An option. That's, that's <laughs> that true. <she> Very <laughs> limited. Yes. So Not me. that's kind of that's kind of it. So that's, that's where we're ending today. Yeah. Yes, so that overwhelm shifts, force shifts to move out. Yeah. Be grateful. Keep praying. Be open to God's blessings and guidance. And ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Amen. Yeah. So, do you want to close this out in prayer? Of course. No, I don't want to. What are you talking about? <gasps> no, she'll make me of course. do it sometime. Of but... course. Okay. Dear God. So, oh yeah, join me in prayer, please. <laughs> Amen. Dear God. Thank you so much for today, this beautiful, beautiful day. And thank you for all the listeners that are listening today. I said today a lot. 
but <laughs> today is the only thing that matters that yesterday is, is gone and tomorrow is not here mm-hmm. or never promised to be here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so dear god thank you for today and thank you for all the listeners that are listening we it's so easy to get caught up in the world yeah. god we just need yes. your guidance we need to be just overwhelmed by you we do not need to be yes. overwhelmed by our our anxiety we don't need to be overwhelmed by our stress god overwhelm Uh us with your holy spirit overwhelm our hearts overwhelm our minds with the reassurance that you are constantly with us that you are constantly blessing us that you're guiding us god help us to not be afraid to ask for help god give us help us to let go of expectations help us to be reminded that no matter what we're going through no matter the valleys or the mountains or the good or the bad God, that your Holy Spirit Amen. is encapsulating us with love and and just pushing us to be the best that we can. Yes. God, help us to move out of this overwhelm because Satan is, he is a liar. He tells us that we can't do this or we have to do this or that we're not good enough so we need to be overwhelmed and have these anxious thoughts. He's God, a liar. He is a liar. liar. He come, the devil comes to destroy and God... <laughs> Help us to feel your presence, to feel that you are an overcomer. You help us overcome whatever lies that Satan is trying to tell us. God, you are so powerful. And God, just keep us moving out of overwhelm. Yes, amen. I ask you again to overwhelm all of us with your presence. And we thank you so much for today and we love you forever. Amen. In sweet Jesus and holy name, amen. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Have a great and wonderful day or night, wherever you may be. Yeah. And sending out our love. Jaina. And Kelly. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So, Go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep, and you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. In faith and love. Kelly. And Jaina. Bye.